Well, Gar's too busy for us this weekend, so we'll just have to do the episode without him. Yeah, I guess since we talked about Hurricanger, we decided to just be Hurricanger this week. We got me, got Ichi, and then we have Emily. Yeah. We'll have the Go Rogers, uh, Paul and Cell here, and then sometimes, occasionally, when he wants to, Hurricanger, <laughs> by Gar. <laughs> the go riders of Castor they, they are the go riders <laughs> I never thought about it, it but we, that's so fucking true we, we tell them that they're like we're not insulted huh I don't know if Cell will even know what the fuck we mean who knows what the go who the go riders are yeah say oh the the, the, the navy thunder crimson thunder rangers yeah. ninja story be like oh yeah those guys yeah anyway Anyways, kill kill off. you bitch Perfect! Showrunning Super Savant! Level up! Blue Caster Super Ichi! Loud and online! Greycaster Robolane! Spark of Courage, the Power of Dreams, Orange Caster, Global Soft Perka. Casting, Criticism, Comedy, Chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 464! Do we have our Pokemon of the Week from someone in the chat? No, Jerry's not in the call, so he can't hear us. Yeah, people are busy, I guess. Uh, it's the start of the month. Yeah, it's Pokemon Profile Picture Month, everybody. Fine, I'll look at Oh, it's Rhyperior. <laughs> yeah, I love Rhyperior. Yeah, so a tradition that we, we do, I don't know who else does it, but like a tradition we do in our circles is for the month of December, we make our profile picture on Facebook a Pokemon that we like. And as of last year, I decided to get a little more creative with it. Last year, I put up this art that I found of uh, a like a, a fusion of Serilege and uh, Gallade. And this year, I decided to get creative again. I did my own like blue, quote-unquote, temporal variant of Iron Valiant, and I called it Azure Valiant. Oh, you have a picture? It's really cool. Let me post a picture. Hold on. I, I just decided to do my favorite, Mega Slowbro, because Mega Slowbro is amazing. He's so unhappy being just there on his is. tail like that. Just a really quick photo. Oh, yeah, shit! Ichi's so, Ichi's so creative. Well done, sir. I don't know if Did you Emily's can call fine, making though. things blue creative. It's just the thing I do. Well, you're the bluest boy, so... I, I do. I have to keep up my, my career. And, and Emily, Emily uh, switched hers to Fido, which is, I love yeah, that. I, I was like, that I, makes so much was, goddamn sense. <laughs> it was really hard to decide, but I, I chose Fido. It was hard to decide, though. Yeah. Are you, are you with Fido for your cell plan? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, now now I will be. <laughs> being bad in, uh, in, in the Pokemon universe. All right. Well, we are a bunch of uh, Pokemon, I guess, who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. Our topics for this week's episode are Kamen Rider Gotchard, episode 12, 
episode 38 of King Oger. Uh-huh. <laughs> and both episodes of the Kamen Rider Gotchard versus Kamen Rider Legend special. Fucking gorgeous. Perhaps too gorgeous. All right. Well, before we get into that, we have some news to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. News mode. So, as expected, hot on the heels of the debut of Kamen Rider Dread, we have the announcement of the Dread Driver. <laughs> it's just fun to say dread driver dread driver I think it's pretty cool dread driver you'll get possessed <laughs> by the dread driver <laughs> no, oh my god is that the crossfire commercial yep oh yeah you knew it i got to play crossfire when i was a kid because my friend See, I, I, it was a little after my time but i know about it because of the nostalgia critic it was actually really a, fun. It was actually really a world fun. where fate is decided by Marvel shooting an even bigger Marvel. Wait, that's just Beatemon. I was about to say Beatemon. <laughs> it, it kind of is. Beatemon. Yeah, Beatemon and Crossfire do have a uh, crossover DNA in common. Yeah. Crossover. Right. So, first thoughts on this driver. While I'm absolutely on board with the idea of there being dark chemi cards, or apparently repli chemi cards, as they're called, I actually don't like. The design of the driver. I'm not a fan of it. I'm. I think it's cool that they are once again using the demons driver style LCD technology, and I'm. I'm happy they're using that still. But just like the overall design of the driver, I'm not a huge fan of. It feels like a yeah. kit bash of the demons driver and the gamer driver, but it took like the worst. It misinterpreted what made those drivers good and sort of kit bash them in a way that I'm not really a huge fan of. Yeah. I do like the sounds from it though. Like the engine, the standby chime, it's just like someone like playing on a piano. And then like, when you like draining the, part, you take the lever and you like pull it to the side. It like makes like a door creaking open. Yeah. It's, really cool. it's like, it's basically like a, like a, if you're into like horror movies and like haunted houses and shit like that, this is the belt for you. Like, Holy crap. Yeah, and, and I still can't believe how it worked in the episode, but I guess we'll get to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then I'm gonna speak to it on sort of like a back end kind of de like design kind of sense. I understand mm -hmm. why they did what they did, but I it's not a choice I agree with from a a marketing <laughs> standpoint kind of thing. So in order in order to activate. A card in either one of these two slots that the driver has you have to scan it along the top first and then put it in the driver whereas the gotcha was weird too right whereas the gotcha driver it scans it when you put it in and i i know that the obvious answer is oh it would cost too much for them to put card scanning technology in both the slots but i i just don't like the way that it it functions where you have to slide carefully slide it across the top and then decide which slot to put it in again yeah. watching the episode i thought that the idea with that one was just going to be you scanned it you didn't have to put it in but then he did so it was just like okay yeah the one thing about it that i do think is cool is the card that goes in the primary slot you see clearly even behind the leds as they're going off I think that's the only part yeah. of the driver I think is cool. Oh, did we did we also mention this is premium Bandai? Because it's premium Bandai. Is it? God damn it. Yep. Of course it is. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, premium Bandai, web exclusive, 11,990 yen, not releasing till March. Until Calling then... Calling it right 
Until then, calling we'll be right dreading its release. Now, calling it right Here's the fuck the... now, the, the Gotcha Driver is going to be the only retail release belt uh, in the show. <laughs> Here's the question, though: they are, if if kids want like a want like a Dread Driver, like how do they even know that you can get it? Like there are commercials on their YouTube channel. And, oh, okay. and and there's probably and there's commercials on TV and it probably mentions that you have to get it from Premium Bandai from their website. Oh, like, okay. Premium, I Premium mean, Bandai's, Premium Bandai is also more for like the adult collectors. So I know that's what that's what I was thinking. Like a lot of these, like I'm sure that there are kids who want it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they the, don't the, even matter for kids anymore. The Repli Kemi cards are cool. On the back, where they would show Gotchard's helmet, they have Dread's helmet. And it looks like they will be usable in the Gotcha Driver, unsurprisingly. It's evil skabos. Yeah. So now um, the, so evil. the question becomes, how many of these are they going to make? Are they going to make an entire separate dark versions of all 100 plus chemis? Oh, they just read like the normal chemis. Oh, uh, lame. Which means they put like the which means they absolutely could they they literally just doubled the amount of cards they can produce and sell by making these dark yeah, versions welcome, that have identical sounds. Welcome, to, welcome to finally a market they realized they could fucking juice everyone out of their money with. <laughs> God damn! I, I just want to put like I just want to put the skater die themed to the evil skateboards. <laughs> Skate you either or skate die. or you die. Skate or die. <laughs> die, 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 die. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but... Wow. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you, Vegas. So, <laughs> really. so the Dread Driver comes with six Replicami cards. Steamliner, Bullet oh. Bong, Skebos, Apare Bushido, Unicorn, and Dai Oni, which I don't think we've seen before. Dioning these nuts. The last two we haven't seen <laughs> the normal versions of yet, as far as I've seen. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. All yeah. right. So yeah, that's the thing. I'll not get this. Yeah, I'll me either. I'm not interested. Moving on, we have figures, uh, not SH figure arts, but more closer to the gimmick line figures of the Sochaku Henshin Kamarader Gotchard Set Three, which is focused on. The two first Super Gotchard forms we're seeing, which are X-Rex and UFO-X. These are wonderful looking. I love them. The UFO one's so cool. Not a fan, as I said last week. Oh, but X-Rex is cool. I, I like it. I like how Gurren Lagan it is. I love the, I love like the mouths over the driver. So it's like, ah, ah. Yep. <laughs> that's cute. But yeah, it looks like I think it's just one figure that comes with both armor sets that you can transform between. Very cool. Yep. Uh, let's see. 22 points of articulation. Oh. It comes with the X Gotch Alibur. 4,400 yen, December 27th release. Just after oh, Christmas? The... Wow. And the uh, and the, armor's, the armor itself can also turn into like the chemis. So oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Cool. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. I I do think the X Rex Kemi is kind of adorable in a weird way. Yeah, that's cool. All right, next something that is from the SH Figure Arts line that got announced is Kamarider Nago Entry Raise Form and Entry Raise Set, which I guess comes with the the mask for Lopo Hakubi and Letter. Yep. 
Yeah. Good for letter. Comes with the Good helmets and buckle parts for letter, Lopo, and Hakubi. You know, you know, you've truly made it when you become an SH figure. So good for letter. All right, the the only way she was ever gonna get a figure was to get bundled in with someone else. They wouldn't dare release her on her own. I love they put all the girl riders together. Get it? Female. <laughs> oh, there was a preview of Super Godshard Lixian. Cool. I like that helmet. Very pointy. It's Let's not real. It. Okay. Oh. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. So yeah, if you like the female riders from Geats, this is the set to get. Uh, let's see. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Premium Bandai Web exclusive, seventy-one fifty n June twenty twenty-four release. Neat. So this was something we were discussing briefly right before recording, but. If you are interested in Tycoon Bujin Sword, uh, you can go to tokolectibles.com and order an 840 millimeter long actual version of the sword. Not like not like actual weapon. It's like a toy prop. But that's still pretty cool. That's pretty crazy. Comes with the sword and the sheath. Very very cool. And it is uh, a China originated release. <laughs> And it looks like it's going for $185 US. Yeah. Very nice. So that's a thing. Next, I'm so sad Gar's not here because I know he's excited for this, but they announced the memorial edition of D Sword Vega from Decker Ranger. Yeah. The sword used by Decker Master. It looks so fucking good. I love <laughs> that you can like chain up the mouth and then unchain it. That's so good. Yep. And oh, apparently you can also shoot it as a gun like he does in the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah, it's just like there's like this famous scene where he's like he's like fr uh in a helicopter and he's just like he's shooting the sword at like a gun. <laughs> yep. That's so cool. That's very cool. Yeah. That would look great up on a wall. Oh yeah. Uh, being released as part of Decker Ranger's 20th anniversary celebrations. 900 millimeters in length. Uh, transition from seal mode to release mode. Plays corresponding release sound effect and LED lights. Plays three kinds of background music, including Decker Master Never Stop. Is that the name of his theme song? That's awesome. Oh, and you can recreate the scene where he, like, flashes down a hundred mooks. Holy shit. Recreate that whole scene with the sword. That's amazing. It has two <laughs> modes: Deca Master version and Deca Red version. Because he used oh, it guess, one. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I guess Deca Red used it one time. Yeah, it comes with its own pedestal and auxiliary parts. Premium Bandai Web exclusive, nineteen thousand eight hundred yen, August twenty twenty four release. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah, this is this is worth this is worth that price. Oh yeah. So nice, so sleek. All right, and our last bit of news, I think Emily might want to take point on this one. Yes, uh, the uh, Freak Your copyright for 2024 came out, um, finally, and it is, I have the logo right here. Yeah, I have it up on the screen. Wonderful Freak Your. So the immediate thought is um, one, 
So dogs. Yeah, that it is dogs. Um, because tail. They're also bones and paw prints. Yeah, but the weirdest thing about the about this is, did you notice something about the actual text? There's like a dog no. tail at the exclamation mark, and there's like cat no, not, ears not, on the not, heart. Not any, not any of those things, but the actual characters themselves. It's the first time it's ever been in hiragana instead of katakana. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have picked up on since that. Since the very, since the very beginning of Precure, it's always been spelled the same way, but for some reason, it's in hiragana for this season, and. I don't know if that even means anything or matters, but it's the only time that that's ever happened. I will just say this. It, this better be a Precure series where it's dogs that turn into Precures. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. I heard a theory that the reason that they're doing this, especially so soon after Healing Good, which was already kind of a pet-themed Precure season, very loosely, it was more about like nature and stuff, but it had companion animals as a big point part of it, and the main mascot was a puffy. But is that Paw Patrol is super big in Japan, so um, I'm wondering yeah. if they legitimately will be dogs who turn into freak here. I hope so. It's just, it's <laughs> I just hope so. It's just fucking reverse. Oh my Inu god, brother. the dog girl. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, it wouldn't be the first time we've had animals turn into Freakier, but it'd be the first time that that was the basis of a whole team if they do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they were still just humans, but like maybe one of them is a dog who turns into a Freakier. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because we've had we've had a cat who turned into a Freakier. And then could never be a cat again. That was weird. <laughs> um, we've had we've had a baby Harry who turns into an adult. We've had yeah, but that's like just turning into a human. But like animals turning into humans is not un unknown in this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A new brother is not unknown. Um, Morgana is not a cat though. They're here live. They're not a cat. Mm. Um, sorry, that was terrible. Um, but, oh, but yeah, uh, freak your dog themed, and is it just dogs? We, we will see. Um, yeah. so far, the other thing that everyone's been freaking out about is, did you notice that the logo has green in it? Oh, yeah. So there'll be a green oh, yeah, one. A green yeah. Precure? So they're thinking, will there be a finally another green Precure? Because that's like be that's like the Leonardo DiCaprio not winning an Oscar of Precure memes. Like it's always <laughs> like there's never any green cures. Um, but it's time uh, to finally yeah, kill the meme. I'm... More news, more news on this as it comes, I suppose. Um, I'm really curious about what it's going to be like um if it's going to be dog themed or like yes or like I'm pets sure in general before. yeah for like pets in general um this one the theme looks pretty obvious though from the logo so it's not like there's going to be much speculation that it's going to be dog-ish somehow and uh i'm gonna miss hiragar sky because it's really good but i didn't think that the rumors that there'd be a season two of it were true so it's good to know that there won't be, just so we can... Alright. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Very I'm rambling. Awesome. That's nope. okay. okay, this is your time. I, I, I really hope this is a dog, like, dogs that turn to precures. In, in news that has nothing to do with anything Toku, but is Japanese merchandise, um, here are some clear pouch that allows you to see inside Doritos. 
cool. With your li- little pout, little gashapon, which are kind of amazing. And but I, I was told by Spectre, who made a good point, that the title there translation makes it sound like it gives you the amazing ability to see it within a Dorito chip. Oh. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god! They made Are those real? Of the, of the, yep, they made plushies of oh. the Geats Riders as Kemis. <laughs> oh my god, they're really cute! Holy crap! I love the buff one. Oh. Yeah, for me, for me, it's um, for me, it's Tycoon. No, he's got Look a little. He's got the little leaf on his head because he's, he's got a little leaf on his head. Yeah. They're all adorable. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's cute. I'm sorry for the precure tangent. Uh, let's get yeah. to uh, let's get to Common Rider getting really intense and having like a whole episode that's just one fight. Yeah, for real. All right, got your time. First off, I'd like to congratulate Comrade Gotchard for finally remembering twelve episodes later that this is a show about alchemists. Yup. Oh, so the whole sacrificing thing? That's the dark side of alchemy. She that's banned. That's the point. Can't use it. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist taught me anything equivalent exchange. But like, wow, alchemy hasn't been part of the story since like maybe episode two. I know, all they keep doing is saying that one fucking alchemist chant, and then they, like, throw some rocks at, at people, or, like, yeah, disassemble like, a chair and throw throw it at people. Um, That's all they do. I know that this is, like, not for way later, but this whole episode was kind of one scene, but yeah. Sensei gets actually stabbed to a pole. Oh, yeah. And, it's... like, through his hand, like, stigmata. Yeah, they kind of low-key that, and then don't really address it. He kind of just ends up ripping his hand out, and we just don't deal with it on screen. Like, it looked like it was like some kind of energy energy spear, but still, yeah. that he just ripped his hand out of it. But yeah, so apparently Gotcher decided to just dial it to a fucking 11. They're just like, all right, you guys want pain, suffering? You guys want plot? We'll give you a fucking plot! Yeah, and I love that this entire episode took place just in one area the whole time. That's what Emily was, was saying, amazing. yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, one scene that was the whole episode. I I, I don't remember it's, it's seeing kinda, that happen. It's kind of impressive how they did that, actually. So it basically opens with, yeah, the reveal that Harima was the spy. She was the one handing blank cards to the sisters. So glad we got that question answered. And apparently she's just like a worshiper of the sisters. And then they just kill her. Then they just fucking oh, kill yeah. her. The little, the little girl just fucking goes like, we never cared for you. You're useless to us. Bye. Either that or she was like sent to the shadow realm, but I don't know. <laughs> she got fucking dusted. I don't yeah, feel so good. You didn't see her dissipate like that. I was like, Jesus Christ. She literally and got Thanos like... snapped. Yeah, but that like... was a little bit similar to that. I gotta, I gotta I give it to, uh, I gotta give it to Hotaro's actor this episode. Holy shit, was he just on point? <laughs> so good. It was, yeah, like the, the only other like big like I made notes for the whole episode, but the okay. only other big note I had was when the dread driver activates and the and and the henchin happens. 
you hearing all these cracking noises and at first i just thought like oh that's like kind of creepy but then it shows that like his skeleton gets ripped out of his body and becomes the armor i don't know if that's supposed to be his skeleton per se i think that's just like part of the driver's motifs yeah, I, like I legitimately don't. Out. It did. It looked like it ripped out his rib cage and then turned into the armor. I didn't even pick up on that, but maybe. Like you could hear this. But here's the thing: like it wasn't just that. You could hear the sound of it tearing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it's probably like more magical sort of thing. It's like not actually tearing it out, but it's still sounded like it and looked like he could feel it if we start seeing after effects after this episode where sabimaru mentions that like he's taken some internal damage particularly to his bones then we'll know that that was in fact what was happening yeah yeah that Uh, was genuinely freaky Let's just say this this dread definitely ups like 15 in terms of design because like 15 was all right. Just the hair. I just couldn't get past the hair. I keep looking but, at Dread like, and going, core. why is there a fucking Giver in my Common Rider? I think his design looks so cool. And I like, he has this I cool, really like, like the helmet. And, yeah, he look he looks so dope. I get what they're going for. I not not a fan. Like, I get what he is, what he's doing. It's absolutely on point. This the dark skeleton, evil, manipulative rider. It's, it's just not a design I'm a fan of. But, but but I will say, we know that this is Dread, quote-unquote, type zero, or as the belt says, Zerushki, which means, of course, he'll have more forms. So maybe he'll have yeah, another form that I'll like. use the first set of yokai medals on it. Vegas, <laughs> before, you come in, before you come in here saying I don't like anything, I will point you to the fact that I am a huge fan of Steamhopper and Needlewing. He has Vegas. Vegas didn't accuse you. He he accused Eco of never being a fan. <laughs> yeah, Eco. Fuck that. Oh, Echo. Needlehawk. Needlewing. My memory is fucked up. Evil alter ego who hates everything. But yeah, no. I so like that... Steamhopper. I like Needlehawk. Those are all good yeah. forms so far. Valvaret- I apologize, Vegas. I'm I'm the person who's way too amused by typos like an idiot. I like Valvarad, <laughs> I just don't like that his pants are dirty. <laughs> and I like Gold Mechaniker, because that's the fucking cool Scotchard suit. Um so anyways, yeah, the Haiti sisters basically notice that Sabimaru is the best first test subject for Dread because he's like a genius, which makes sense because Sabimaru is a genius. So just this poor, poor guy. <laughs> oh my I, god! I knew he was gonna be. I knew he was gonna be the most interesting character. I knew they were gonna do more with him, and this is absolutely where the payoff starts to happen. They pulled the a most- fucking Kingdom Hearts Riku on my boy here. The most fucked up thing, though, that really just like made me go, "Oh my god." Was when like he's trapped in the fucking oh the AI start and you hear like him talking through the tablet just hearing him in pain and I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ I love that I narratively I love that I love that he's able to speak out through Isaac yeah it really makes me wonder what the fuck Isaac really is Isaac is voiced by Sabimaru Uh, who's that again Sabimaru he's voiced by him. Oh, oh, it is voice by Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. What were you saying, Emily? Sorry, we keep cutting you off. 
say literally the exact thing that Lane just said, so... Just uh, hearing the, a the AI speaking his thoughts and screaming, help me. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I'm... so like the him him like force like him like being forced to do like the transformation, like he just hear like his arms just like creaking and stuff like against his will to like scan the card, put it in the bell, and then you just hear like that dun 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 just like someone I will like, say I will play on a piano. <laughs> I will say in the in the case of speaking to the whether or not those bones from his henchin are his, I will say I did notice before the henchin happened, his he was like creaking around a lot, like his bones were being adjusted inside of his body. I know that's that's was scary. And then, and then like uh, the little girl just goes like, "It's like, oh, what do you say now?" And then he just like if he says henching against his will, and then transforms. And I was like, "Fuck." Yep. So cool, so dark, man. But yeah, while I'm not dread, a fan of damage. while I'm not a fan of dread aesthetically, narratively. I'm absolutely here for the Sabimaru becoming Kamarider Dread plotline. And now I'm wondering oh, how yeah. long I'm wondering how long this is gonna last. I'm wondering if they're going to be other users of Dread. I'm wondering if like the f the form of Dread changes depending on who's using it, or if the the form will the form change will happen for other reasons. There's so many different you know, ways this could go. You know who I want to be Dread next? I want to be the teacher. Minato? Yeah, I think yeah. the teacher should be. be scary. But yeah, I think whoever who like because like obviously they're using Sabimaro as like the first test subject for the belt. So obviously they're gonna like upgrade the belt with more like the the rider with more forms as the show goes on. So maybe every time he gets a new form, he gets a new ho user. That's what so I was saying. Be, I was be, wondering if the yeah, form yeah. will change depending on who uses it. Imagine if Spanner gets used as dread. That'd be crazy. Oh man, and he's like it's like Mad Wheel in the Dread Driver. Yeah, like That'd a Repley cool. Mad Wheel. Yeah, even Matter Wheel. <laughs> but yeah, so we get to see him basically match Gotchard, where Gotchard uses a form, Dread uses the card in his other slot, and and does the drain move. And I just love that he puts That's in cool. he puts in Pika Hotaru. He does a little flash. He puts in bullet bong and he gets a pair of fucking guns. Yep. And then he puts in Odoripa and he just like um <laughs> does some dodges. sick dance moves. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, the rest of this was kind of cool, but you're killing the vibe a little. They kill the vibe just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, the minute where he like revealed part of his face through the helmet was fucking badass. That's some like final episode of Power Rangers shit. Oh yeah, because like Hotara was like totally fucking ready to just. Yeah, but then he couldn't do page. it. Uh, uh, yeah. uh. And then, and then like Dread Dread beats the ever loving crud out of oh, yeah. Hotara. He like he like sends him down to the ground with like a cross chop, like a double chop attack to like his shoulders. And then just you just you just hear him in the background, like off screen, just punching Hotaro in the face. It wasn't constantly. all off screen. It wasn't off screen. It was a little bit no, on screen. It wasn't all off screen. But like, just oh my god! And straight up Kuga style, savagely beating him in the face. Jesus Christ! It's interesting too because I like that the other two sisters were there to like stop 
like uh, the teacher from intervening, um, the, the like a uh, spanner from intervening. So like they were they were like keeping them distracted while like, I the love, rest of shit. I fucking love that v fucking spanner tried to fight him and got his absolute shit kicked in, and then at the end of the episode had the absolute had the absolute gall to go, "You guys all suck." And I'm like, my dude, no, you were flattened just as well as they were. You he got first. kicked in the face and detransformed, so. <laughs> you went down yeah. faster than everyone else did. Piece <laughs> of shit. But yeah, so uh, Renge uses her own voice and friendship and connection with Sabimaru to stop Dread long enough for a miracle to occur in the form of this, the appearance of the ex-Gachalibur which shows up unpainted for some reason. Yeah, it's like it was it wasn't it finished like yet. it's like it's been 3D printed and then it gets color when he uses it. So, <laughs> I guess he like touches the sword and then he gets like a vision of like the UFO form for yeah. later and he's like he's like, "Huh, I understand now." And proceeds to just slash him with the sword once. And <laughs> and just like with no actual use of the belt, just like quick henchins into Steamhopper, and I'm like, we're really doing this shit on episode 12? Alright. Yeah, All I right. didn't have the animation, but like, it was a crucial, like, I, I don't think they had time for that right no, now. No, no, it's not even a question of doing the animation or not, it's a question of he didn't even, like, do the actions of putting the cards in the belt and activating it. I get that okay, that's, that's, a, that's fair. I get that that's a thing show Toku shows like that do later on when we're like we have to get to the action, we have to get to the action. But like my dude, we're in episode oh, he twelve. Still put it in, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna ignore our own yeah. belt mechanics this early in. Um yeah, so he, he insta switches to Steam Hopper, the sword uh magically colorizes. And then we see him do one attack before he just immediately goes down from the overload, I guess. Yeah, and then uh, the teacher like gets free, and he's just like, "All right, this the, we're done," and he like dust smoke screen the shockwave. Yeah, someone's like a dust storm, and they all just get whooshed away. Also, like the attack he does with the the Gachalaber, which by the way is the dumbest fucking name ever. I don't know. I don't know what it is with Japan's obsession with the idea of combining the word strike and slash into strash. But it's not cool. I don't like it. Uh, I just want to say that, that, that picture needs to be turned to a mode for the Discord. That that is that is the sign. That is a clear picture definition of fucking trauma. Like no, the, the, yeah, the, the more trauma this this poor boy just fucking witnessed. Experience. What does it say about how seriously I take Otaro when the first thing I think of seeing that image is Can't sleep! Clown will eat me! Can't sleep! Clown will eat me! Oh, also, what's it's also trauma. Like, also, like, the, the, the inspector bitch, whatever like that. Uh, she would, like, tease, like, the Hopper Malgum, and I was like, oh, I want to see that now. Yeah. <laughs> see the hopper amalgam that sounds so cool i'm sure yeah, i want to see what that looks like too i'm sure it'll be in a can't movie sleep. dread will punch me <laughs> except i don't want it to happen but i also want to know what it would have looked like so instead we just need character designs that's it i'm sure someone oh, will also, do fan art of it also i like that doesn't count it's not real 
I like I like apparently Dread thought that the 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 way to kill Hotaro was just an elbow to the fucking head. Okay, <laughs> that's a good point. He was about to like elbow down onto his head, and then he just stops it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, one I of his attacks was also just called blood sacrifice, and it was just the hand from the end of Cabin in the Woods. It, yeah, because he used Gorilla Sensei, and that summoned a giant oh, okay, sand that- hand. <laughs> Welcome to Sand Hands. Sand I'm Hand. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I, I'm gonna say this: this episode definitely turned my opinions around about like what I think of Hotaro as a character. Because like I was kind of like starting to get like a little annoyed about like his whole like happy-go-lucky attitude and shit. And then he just, I love it. Just. It, he had to experience trauma and sh- like this amount of trauma for me to go. All right, cool. I can get with this guy. <laughs> I my opinions on Hotaro are still unchanged. What is changed though is my opinion on the show itself. I'm like, all right, now we're getting into some shit. Yep. Um. Anyways, so yeah, Decker, if you could turn that into an emote for the uh, uh <laughs> for the Discord server, I'd appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, yeah, so it looks great, like next week episode. next week's episode will be the debut of uh, Super Gotchard UFO X. I can't wait. Looks so good. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Gotchard before we move on? Um, He's okay. Oh, Hotaro will be fine. I, I'm glad, like, Rene's also kind of just... You can tell she's very concerned for him. <laughs> Minato made mention of talking to the higher-ups at the Academy, so I'm curious if anyone new is actually going to show up, or if he's just going to come back with, well, no one decided to help. Everyone said, fuck you. Oh, oh also, they, they like had a scene with the inspector, and he was like, he's like, huh, Otaro did that. Uh, can use the level 10 Kemi. I just Interesting. Love, I just love, like, he was presumably watching what happened, so... Ah, yes, I see he was able to get the absolute shit kicked out of him. Maybe he can handle the number level 10s. Huh, it also seems like my assistant was the spy. He got the crap kicked out of him physically, and then he got the crap kicked out of him emotionally by Spanner, (laughs) who who just, who, like like you said... He got kicked in the face by Dread and was immediately out of the fight, and yet he still had the audacity to say that? Why is he being <laughs> such a butt? He's just trying to be cool, but it's like, bro, you were the first one to get your ass kicked. Shut the fuck up. And I, I know <laughs> I've said he this. he did do a good job, it would be different, but no, he didn't. He failed and he still went off, off on him. And I know I've said this before, but I'm also really, really fucking sick of his catchphrase now. What I took the We get it Get a new line <laughs> Yeah, can we have more Kajiki please? Make Kajiki rider Yeah, Kajiki No monkey's again. paw, monkey's paw, monkey's paw. Be careful. Wait, did someone someone shop the dread driver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. No, I don't want Kachiki to become dread. That'd be so fucking horrible. I don't want that for him. He's a good boy. He's the one who should have the he UFO thing for him. He wants a girlfriend and he wants to see UFOs and paranormal shit. He's the one who should have the UFO form. Yeah. That'd be awesome it kind sounds- of. I'm rooting for Kachiki, man. Alrighty, take us in. Uh, 
Re Retan fans will not waver. <laughs> Wow. What the absolute wow. fuck did I just watch? What is happening in my Kingo gym? It was so fun. <laughs> this was the most batshit episode no, of the entire fucking show. You have to respect that fucking Kagaragi and fucking Dianma were both the two of them to be like... Yeah, fuck this shit, we're out. <laughs> okay, I absolutely love that they're oh, like, okay, fuck this whole idol plot. We're gonna get up to some fucking shenanigans. Cute Kagaragi absolutely rocking the fucking Kanye shades way harder than anyone has any right to. Even he Kanye did a deal, himself. he did a straight up deal with it and then left. <laughs> oh my god, did he? Um, okay, first off. Hi, Minon so guys. Good out, to find out where you've been all this time. Yeah. So I we found out like originally when we found scans of them that he was voiced apparently by Tomokazu Seki, and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird, but I don't really hear it. And now we know why they got Tomokazu Seki to voice this guy. Cause holy fucking shit, was he incredible? What in the absolute fuck was the thought behind making him talk like a foreigner? Cause that was annoying. Cause that's what Tomokazu Seki does best. Thinking was why does he sound like American? Like that's what I wrote right? in the. He sounds like someone non-Japanese trying to talk Japanese and being ass no, at it. But I was here for it so much. It was so every time this guy opened his fucking mouth, I was like, fuck yeah! I love hearing this guy. Like, talk. All I could think of was that Universal commercial. Where it was like Konnichiwa, Steven Spielberg dead. <laughs> No, the funny thing is, it kind of narratively makes sense that a bunch of fucking aliens from off planet would be foreigners, yeah, would be not proficient in Japanese. But that excuse doesn't work because everyone else in the group does. Yeah. So yeah, apparently the the ninja the ninja one that like. Tr turned all the Gokon prisoners like hearts from evil to good and now they're all good so Rita thought oh they're all good now so I have no reason to be judge of uh, chief judge of Gokon so she just so Rita just fucked off that's when she <laughs> fucked off and helped with Kagaragi's thing but then Minangan literally crashes see, yeah. into the Gokan throne room and decides hey you know what would be a fun way to quote unquote tidy up Gokan <laughs> By having fucking dog dead idol. <laughs> why is why was Mo Fun a judge? Why was the plushie sitting there and moving? What? I don't know. <laughs> what is happening? I, I I don't care how batshit crazy this episode was. This is probably one of the best episodes of King, King Dag Dad likes dance teams, so maybe he should watch Gaim. And then <laughs> no, the yes, they fucking like okay, yeah, so the first that... round of the auditions was a dance contest, and they're like, yeah, so Dag Dad obsessed is currently obsessed with these dancers right now. I googled it. That's an actual fucking band. Those ex that yeah. band exists in real life. No. No, and then later they fucking fourth no, wait wall a minute, break wait a by. Oh. 
Does that mean that it exists on Earth and Chiku, or is he watching into our dimension? I don't know! They just decided fuck the fourth wall this episode! And then they had Rita dance to Megalovania. And she fucking Naruto ran off stage to change outfits! Oh, yeah, she so did. The so beginning good. of it really sounded like Megalovania, I'm not gonna lie. And, no, but then later on, they like, they summon like a real idol from like, I guess from like our world or something like that. Yeah, she's she's like, like, oh, I'm on a, a, a Tokusatsu yeah. show? Fucking, oh my fucking god, can I have a transformation Eko, sequence? And they're like, all right, this is annoying, pops Apparently her name was Iko Marina. She's an actual Japanese idol of some sort. I didn't look too far into it, but yeah, she just gets warped in for the sake of fuck it. We're doing fourth wall breaks anyway. And just, it's kind of cute. And she's like, oh, is this a toku shoot? Can I hit you? Where's the producer? I want to talk. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and then, then it's just right, like this bit's yeah, annoying. No, no, bye. Yeah. This, this bit is immediately annoying. Boop, you're gone. <laughs> what was the point of this? Oh my god! Uh, so then, like all the King Ogers, they just like they're fucking idiots, and they're like reading in too much to like. So like. Fucking, um, I fucking love Rita. this. So e I first, first off, I love how absolutely non-secure Rita's personal room is because it gets broken into effortlessly three times over the course of this show. <laughs> first off, yeah. Jeremy walks in and rolls a 12 on his investigation check and pulls out this tiny little terribly assembled Mofun plushie. He tries to assume, oh, your parents are dead and this is a memento and you're trying to... <laughs> or you're... She's like, no, I no, they're alive. Also, I made that. <laughs> and then Jimeno walks in, rolls a 17 on her investigation check, and finds Rita's childhood drawings of her wanting to be an idol. And be it's because of those drawings and that alone that I think that maybe Rita actually did want to be an idol. That's the only reason, because if she didn't, why the fuck would those drawings be in her private room where no one else is supposed to enter? Also, in that scene, she's wearing a tiger suit for some reason. Yeah, apparently one of the other rounds of this competition that was performed off-screen was some competition that involved dressing up in a fucking tiger kigu. Yep. I, I can only thank Small Mercies that they didn't show whatever they did with that. But yeah, it was so funny, just like they're all trying to like... They, they all think they have the reason why Rita's doing this, and Rita's just like, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> Guys, I was actually just doing undercover work to investigate the Uchu. You guys are all fucking so, like, morons! So, like, this episode literally left me confused with what Rita's deal is, so I'm like, it, what? Yeah, and, and, and just to cap off what I've been summarizing, Apropos of nothing, Gira rolls the stupidest nat 20 on his investigation check and somehow has the idea to look at a poster on the wall and find a secret hole behind it. How the fuck did you think to do that? Because it's Gira. <laughs> and that's when he just finds a fucking Mofun manga and infers from that that Rita feels like she feels like she's no longer needed and that was the reason for her to do all this idol crap and I'm just like oh I can't handle this yeah 
Uh, oh, also, Yama went to go get the ultimate computer, which apparently is what he was arrested for. I fucking love that Yanma used this whole bullcrap as an excuse to, yeah, to sneak and steal the ultra computer. The thing that he was in jail for two years for making. <laughs> Jerry, you are absolutely I... making the right quote. Read, this episode is just Rita going, I'm up to my tits and morons. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I love Yama. Like, I love uh, what's his face. It's just like, it's like, you know, if they find it, yeah, you have this. They're going to arrest you again. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, I love how they're so fucking close as friends. It's great. <laughs> so then we have the final round of the fucking competition, which is actually singing. And Rita just busts out this full-on Maximum Idol form outfit and this Mofun song that she must have had ready to go. In the background. Yeah, it said like chibi cartoons of her in the background and the twin tails. It was great. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, because like at one point she's like, she's like, oh, I want to be Rita's like, oh, I want to be an idol. And uh, what's his face? It's just like, well, if you want to be an idol, why do you hide your face? <laughs> Like it was actually really weird seeing Rita without her mask on because I'm just so used to it. That's that's the that's, one that's thing Rita is. It's like I I really don't know for sure if it hundred percent was an act or if she actually had some of those desires deep down. The only thing, right? the only piece of evidence that points me in the direction of she really did want to be an idol was the fucking drawings that Jimeno found, because why else would those be there? Yeah. Everything else you could argue against, but the drawings, there's no explanation for. Like, maybe, maybe you can think of it this way, where it's like, it just, this happened to be the way that she like rita was able to go undercover and expose these weaknesses but also like achieve a little dream that rita's always had so it's i'm coincidence <laughs> i would be fully on board with this episode if this was the one that let rita come out of her shell which was sort of the point of the episode except we can see in the very next episode she's back to wearing the cover over her face from the pre we see it in the preview yeah which means which means whatever character development we were supposed to have from this episode is ephemeral at best yeah it was i just i love tomokazu seki this whole episode is fucking great that's that's it domo minon gandas performance <laughs> No, it's like anyone, no one else can pull that off better than Tomogazu Seki. <laughs> no one. But yeah, so they, so at the end, it turns out to be a ploy at all because Hirubiru warps in and goes, Haha, you thought you won? Bonus round, bitch. I know you're tired from that performance you just did, so you're clearly going to lose to Hirubiru. Ha 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 ha. And I, I actually. She just collapsed on stage. Yeah, I, I actually kind of love Rita, where it's like. Ritan Oshis do not waver. She like appropriated her own catchphrase to sort of get the fans on her side. I love the attempt. I respect the attempt. Also, we got some really good shots of Papillon Oger. It was it was nice. I was that the henshin and battle with Papillon Oger was absolutely epic as fuck, just as it was with most of the other rangers in the last few attack. episodes. I would yeah. 
I, if I had to make one change, I think it would have been way cooler if right before she did the henshin, we get like an epic sh montage of her like getting back into uniform. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like if she's trying to really sell it to us that this whole idol shtick was just cover for her investigation, I think it would have made her transformation seem a lot more poignant if it was accentuated with her getting back in uniform. Just be like, all right. Show's over, back to business. You know what I mean? Yep. But I will say the fight was awesome. Rita fucking soloed two of the fucking bosses and got both of them to run away. Yep. That is unheard Rita's of great. in the show so far. No, Rita, Rita, Rita is a badass. Has <laughs> been from day one. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh... I'm kind of thinking that there might be some more plot with Minangan later because A, that line of him having expectations for her and B, the reveal that there's something inside of him that we got a little glimpse of when she did her attack. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, ep the episode ends with Rita and Morphonia having a nice friendly conversation and she unzips her her face cover and we do get to see it for like a second and i'm like that would have been the perfect point for rita to actually stop covering their face except we can see it in the preview for the next episode they're back to using the cover over the face again so i'm like well so much for that it's okay the, the ads this this episode is batshit crazy as it was i i had like such a great time it was so fun yeah i was just here for a second the whole time i am very excited for next episode because a we're going back to enko sopa to take it back and b what's this i'm seeing about the ogre caliber's hidden command and now they're using those attacks that were shown in the opening that we thought were just symbolic but are apparently actually a thing they can do oh maybe, cool. maybe maybe that part in the opening is like it's like a tapestry it's like a, it's like no it's no like a legend. It, it's just like writer shows do where there's always a thing in the, the there's always a scene in the show or in the opening that we don't see until like later in the show you know what I mean? Mm. For Drive, yeah. it was that shot where the, the car's driving and dodging spikes and shit. And then there was in in um in uh in in Geats, it was the rain gun. Yeah, the scene of them in the rain with the gun. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, Sevens is correct. This is basically the King Ogre's version of Zoo Ogre's Yase Kaiho. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited Looks to see cool. more more gimmick shit like this. I'm absolutely a fan of. Yep. But yeah, uh, absolutely batshit episode. I have mixed feelings, and I'm ready to move on. Loved every, <laughs> loved every second of it. It was great. Let me be clear. I'm... I'm I'm absolutely in support of Rita experiencing character development and if she did actually change as a result of what did she's done in or they've done in this episode I'm absolutely on board with Rita opening up as a character but based on the preview it doesn't look like that's happened it looked like this was just a fourth wall breaking episode they did for the sake of itself like it was just filler <laughs>
which is real ass filler which is really a shame because rita is such a complex interesting character that they deserve a genuine character development arc yeah you know what i mean yep anyways let's move on to the comrade legend specials going i guess oh okay finally no it's okay thank you very much for having me this week of course no problem yeah take care everybody stay safe bye First comment out the gate, I am immediately sick of hearing the word gorgeous. No, absolutely not. I love hearing gorgeous. All right. Overall thoughts. Holy shit. I, I like Legend as a power set, but Kaguya is the most annoying fucker I've ever met. Holy shit. No, no, I fucking love this man. He's he's so cool. Legend's such a fucking badass. I love the quote unquote opening where they mimicked the decade opening with the whole like holographic half masks over top of his helmet. That was a nice touch. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, the idea is that this is another parallel world where the Aurora curtain system was developed and Kaguya apparently descended from the fucking sky to save this world from the evil version of Shocker called Hundred. Also, first off, if you're gonna refer to him, you gotta refer to him by his full name, Ho Kaguyas Quartz. Please. Did you just you. say Kaguyas? No, I said Ho Kaguya Quartz. That's it. Yeah, that that's what I said. Anyways. Um you know, I think the Aurora Curtain is, I guess, what the name of, like, that teleporting technique Decade has. Yeah, his, I like, Dimension Curtain. I, yeah, I never knew that it I never knew the name of it, so I guess it's called the Aurora Curtain. I don't know if we can actually say that's what Decade's version is called, but we can call that to Legend's version. It's, ba it's basically well the same thing. No, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think he, I think he wanted to, he was building technology to copy decades ability to like teleport anywhere yeah. so yeah i fucking i think my favorite part of this whole mini series is butler okay can i just fucking say i did not realize that was kajiki right like his actor until they actually like hotara was like kajiki and then, like i paused and i looked at him i was like holy fucking shit that's him i also did not recognize him at first what it, a fucking a, difference combing your hair makes yeah combing <laughs> your hair and taking glasses off are like wow and like Anyways, i yeah. i 100 percent love the gag of i am the butler my name is batura it's yeah, that, it, that, it's a little more subtle a it's a little more subtle in japanese because his name being the english word for butler is it's, it's like if we knew someone who whose name was the french word for butler like yeah uh someone said what it was and i don't remember what it was um, anyway. i don't know anyway but yeah so this guy is basically uh he is to legend what was was to zeo in so yeah, many he's ways legend, he's like he's type man <laughs> so good uh but yeah so, so even though we see it's him beforehand, the way he gets introduced to Gotchard 
is not only teleporting him out of his world into a fucking jail box, but then the man gets out of a bath of water and gemstones and had based on the positioning has his dick fully out and visible to Gotchard for a good several seconds before the bathroom gets yeah. put on him. Yeah, like our, our first real proper introduction to this man, he's just having a bath in a bunch of crystals. Like, what a bath. And then apparently... Wouldn't when that he's hurt? Like Wouldn't all those pointy yeah, gems then... digging into your skin really fucking hurt? Nah, he, he's, he's prepared for it. Um, but also then, like, he's, like, Butler's explaining everything about, like, his origins and shit like that, or, like, who he is. And then, like, they cut back and he's already, like, fully dressed. And I was like, wait, when the fuck did you do that? <laughs> But yeah, so this man, this man, like, he's, he has big fucking big dick energy. And like, I just, I'm all here for it. And like, we, we find out basically like in the second episode, like second part of the special, like kind of why he went up, started on this journey. So apparently decades saved him when he was a kid. Yeah, that was an interesting thing to find so out. What, what, what what's cool is at least they got Masahiro Inoue to voice him in that one scene, so yeah. that was nice. Good, good, glad <laughs> they could bring him back for one voice line. Yeah, one one. Gotcha, kid. <laughs> His hair is bleached, um, yes. yeah, because no one in Japan is born blonde. So you can obviously tell that Kaguya basically is got saved by Decade as a kid and went. What if I was decade but better? Also, something to note, I like how it, the the attention to detail was that it was decade with the original driver, not the Neo Deca driver. Yeah, so obviously this was like before he was like Neo. This was before Zio. Which yeah, which makes Zio sense because sure. Kaguya was a child. Yeah, I love even Butler like says at one point He's just like, well, you are better. You are better than Decade and Zio, and I'm just like, oh I shit! I fucking <laughs> laughed my ass off at that line. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, damn. So what that tells me is that Kaguya resents Decade and Zio and is trying to be better than them by having all of their powers, but better. Oh yeah, we yeah we also got to see like a giant Decade driver. I was That's like, the, the Aurora fuck? curtain system. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he, he notices that, like, Hotaro, he summons him here because he's just like, yeah, you're not gorgeous enough and you're not cool enough, so I'm going to take your driver and I'm going to teach you to be a badass like me. And my immediate response to that is, of course he's not gorgeous! You're picking him early game! It's only been, like, ten episodes, my dude! Yeah, this is like, this is like first, not even, like, first quarter gotchard, and, like, of course, he's not ready yet. <laughs> You gotta, gotta let the like man midway point end of show. <laughs> the and yeah, just like the absolute, completely unnecessary dunk. Just like unlike Saber or Geats, you don't have a shred of gorgeousness. No. I'm like, so no, is that okay. to say that Saber and Geats are gorgeous? No, but I'm like, but like Toma has Toma never gave off like that kind of energy. Ace, absolutely. Maybe he's talking but, about but cross. Toma? Maybe he's talking about how sparkly Cross Saber is. I guess so. Toma, Toma, in my opinion, has like the worst fashion sense in Rider. I like his Amish chic outfits. His Amish chic? No, fucking, he got like the poofier capri pants at one point. It was He's awful making looking. Amish sexy again. No. 
common dripper saver. Shut up, Jackson. <laughs> um. Oh, also, we find out who like the leader of of a uh, hundred is, and it's just some fucking guy who. His name is Boss, got... and he's played by Storius from Saber. Speaking of Saber, oh, that's, that's right. It was Storius, and for some him. fucking reason, he has the Barlux yeah. ride watch. Oh, you know what? At least between him, Zamonis, and Zonjus, at least they got the best of the three. Like the I... the, the most tolerable design. Disagree. <laughs> I like Zon just better. No, Zon, they're they're all stupid except for Barkless. No, I, I, name I think both of those other two are stupid. I like Zon just because of the cape. All right, well, anyways, let's get to the fucking debut fight of Car Rider Legend. Holy shit, can this man carry himself so hard? I fucking <laughs> like, love God that they, they repurposed the Kashins from Zeo for the 100 mooks. <laughs> yeah. Oh and at God. one point, like he, like he, like he, like downs one, sits on him, and then just nonchalantly summons riders from his bike gun. This man is <laughs> trying to give off gun. "Step on Me, Daddy" energy, and I'm not a fan. So I like he like summons them. They 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 summon like on their bikes. So he summons uh, Gaim, Hibiki, Kaiza for some reason, and then Kiba. Yeah, I like how for some. Not like I'm confused by is the proper descriptor. We get three title riders and then Kaiza. Like I do the, like the, the only thing I can I think like of is maybe he didn't summon Fies because he was about to use the Fies card for the for Gotchard. But then like why yeah. not just use a fourth different title rider? I do though like the attention to detail where Butler refers to Gaim as armored rider Gaim. So that was, was like, actually Ooh. a very very nice nod to continuity. And I love that, that moment where cool. Butler just goes full waz and just like narrates each one of them. So, but yeah, so obviously like he apparently like met every single rider like the first like Heisei till now and turned everyone into like Kemi cards okay. or like Kemi it's, legend cards. It's not clear 100%, but I... The one line he says in episode two where he's like, the writers begged me to card them. And I'm like, somehow I doubt that. So, I don't believe you. So I'm wondering if maybe he turned them into cards against their will, straight up Yu-Gi-Oh style. Um, um, what, one, thing I, one, one thing I want to note of uh, that was something I c would qualify as an inconsistency is... When Gotchard, when Hotaro first sees the Rider Kemi cards, he's like, oh, Kemi cards. And Butler's like, no, these are not Kemi cards. These are a different thing. But then when he puts the card in the Legend Driver, it says Kemi Rise. So clearly they are familiar with the term Kemi. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. It's Oh, go ahead. Orb, I swear to God, if they end up connecting Legend with the Outsider story, I will lose my shit. Oh. In a no, bad way. Do you know what? In a bad way. You know way. what? I feel like if Masahiro Noe is done with playing Decade, I just want Legend to be, like, the new Decade from here on in. Yeah. Just, like, for the rest of the Reiwa era, every time we need, like, Decade to show up or something in, like, a series, it's just Legend. Legend just shows up and just kicks ass. I also <laughs> like how... 
100% down for that. I also love how Legend, purely out of the nature of his functionality, is an absolute flex on both Decade and DN because he can both summon riders and turn into them. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, like, the Legend Driver, it's so fucking cool. I love this thing so much that, like, I asked Ichi to get it for me for Christmas because, like, I, I need this belt. <laughs> I need it. Um... It's just, it's so cool. It's voiced by Mark Okita, so that's already a badass as shit. I'm kind of sad that they like re-recorded the decade sound when he turned into decade yeah, in the you, second you, episode. You can you can kind of tell that Mark Okita's not kind of giving it his all in these recordings. I really wish they would have used the I really wish they would have used the old decade sound. You know what I mean? I I, I agree. I was also irked by that, but I will say it was really I just couldn't get tired of it but it was just really badass seeing all these like these four riders he summons all use their fucking hisatsus and just at the end of each of them just a really good shot and just hearing go 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 gorgeous like i, I just fucking loved hearing that i did like how every rider's <laughs> finishing attack had an extra little bit of legend flavored like flare at the end of it like when kiva bashed that one kashin into the wall not only was there the kiva emblem but there was some like legend style markings alongside of it so, yeah so like there was a little bit added to each of their hisatsu and that was pretty cool but yes i'm very very sick of hearing go just go 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 just yeah. you know, even hotaro is just like can you fucking stop saying that <laughs> also uh, an no, another another thing that people in our discord have picked up on legend finally completes the trio of colors paired up with decade and the end to match up to uh the colors used in printer toner cartridges decade is really? magenta the end is cyan and legend is yellow so between cyan oh, magenta and yellow those are the three colors that make up printer toner ink cartridges oh you know what they have to do now they have to make like a mini like like a toku, toy tokusatsu fan club special where just like decade the end and legend team up in like a thing and multi's, a multi's asking who the black for black ink is and the answer is dark decade yeah dark decade that that exists in a <laughs> video game in one video game that no one played from the ps2 we did we yeah. it was fun or no we didn't buy we didn't buy we pirated it yeah we did. yeah <laughs> Climax Heroes, go play it. It's great. The the best one's the one on the Wii. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, but that, yeah, that was Legend, a fun thing. So I, I love. So then we get uh, we get Gotchard, like he he fights a bit of Steam Hopper, and then we get his. Uh, so I'm just gonna flat out say it. I love these fucking Gotchard Rider Fusion forms. They're all fucking great. They're all amazing. I sort of resent Forze being paired up with Build. But I guess it kind of makes no, sense because that's it's the, the best one. The only thing I will say that makes them match up is Forze is the power of science and Build is the power of the scientist. I loved the Forze like style helmet and then it had like the red and blue eyes. Like, oh, so fucking good. I would say like the worst one I think was the double O's one. It was okay. I can't <laughs> think of why they would relate other than they are the two shows that aired after each other. <laughs> but can I just fucking say the Kuga Fies form? Holy shit. So he uses his Hisats, which summons like 
four crimson smashes and then he like I think it was fires three. four yeah three and fires three goroms into them. That was actually <laughs> fucking badass. I'll admit that was amazing. And I love um, I love the way Exceed Mighty's suit has like the Fi's like photon streams down the one leg, but then not down the other leg. That was a really neat touch. Yeah. And, and then like Butler like uh, describes like what's like good uh, uh, from like each rider uh, pairing. All he did was combine all of their catchphrases. No, but like Butler also said like, oh, he's got like Kuga's like mighty strength with uh, with Fize's like technology, like concept of technology. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, fucking okay. I have to I have to get into this because this was fucking cool. So yeah, so Gotcha like eventually at one point goes uh, like the fours they build for him, which is great. So he does a fucking rider kick on on Barksless or whatever like that. But as he's kicking, Legend's just fucking standing on him like a fucking boss. Jumps off, lets Gotcha do his kick, and then follows through with his own like decade style kick. And I was like, God damn! You know what? Cool. Absolute Chad move. Absolutely oh, loved absolute that. Chad. The fucking absolute Chad. Double tap. Gotta respect. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. And then like he uses like a DN fucking blast at one point. That was fucking. Cool. Yeah, he puts the DN card in the ride magnum, and that's lets that lets him use DN's dimension shot attack. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, okay, so then I love that he basically has Decade's gimmick where he can, like, transform into other riders, but he kind of puts his own little, like, legend spin onto it, which I actually am all for. Like, I think that's really cute. I love the. So. I love that he puts his, like, golden sash thing on top of the forms. Also, I love that now we have this, like, version of Decade. It's, like, legend as Decade. But it's like decade suit, but he has legends of sash on him, and then he has the the legend driver. So it's it's that's cool. I want that as a figure art. <laughs> Come yeah, legend kind of decade. decade. I actually wonder what the forms are called, like for Comrade Legend. Is it just like gorgeous decade, or is it decade form? I gotta look. I think, I I think that's. What, I think that's. I think that's what they might already. Yeah, gorgeous Deno, gorgeous decade. That's cool. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and like Hotaro, like I love like at one point, uh, like uh, Kagi is just like, oh, you, you need to have a massage. Oh, but hundreds attacking. Yeah, but your massage is more no, important. No, massage goes, first. No, fuck you. I'm going to go <laughs> fucking help these people. Also, fucking Kagi is fucking awesome tower he lives in. Jesus Christ. The tower is cool, but like the fucking, yeah. So like, oh no, the boss is here to, to to fight us. No, your massage first. And then Hotaro steals Butler and runs off, even though he hasn't taken the driver back from him. So like he runs, the he drags Butler into the street. And I'm like, what were you going to do? You didn't take your driver back, you dumb fuck. Oh, and when he turns into the Kuga O's form, like Butler's like, oh, it's the the the, the power five. And I'm like, heck, because uh, doubles the, two O's the, is three. The, yeah, double O's. You said Kuga O's. Oh, sorry. Yeah, double O's. That's what I meant. <laughs> but like, I, I, he like struggles to think of how they related. It's just, oh, it's the five different powers. I'm like, yes, you're technically correct. You're not wrong. <laughs> I love sevens. Called it the woo form. 
this motherfucker shows up late to a battle because he had to pull his goddamn cape out of the closet. Yeah, hey man, he he, he owns that cape, dude. Oh my god. I, I want to see this man show up in, like, every rider from now on. <sighs> this is the new decade. This is the new decade from now on is this motherfucker. This all, I can say, all I can say is, based on the way this special ended, I'm confident we will see him again. In what capacity? I have no fucking clue. But we are going to see him again. I'm I'm here, I'm here for him. I I love I love his design. I love his belt. I love everything about his skill set. His power set. It's just he's so fuck cool. <laughs> yeah. So they they fight off Barlux's. I like <laughs> these names. These fucking names. And uh, big decayed energy. <laughs> you know what? That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that works. It just the thumbnail just has to be the shot of him in the bath. <laughs> Crystal bath. There you go. So apparently all their awesomeness was too much for the Aurora curtain system to handle, so it overheats and Hotaro goes back home. Oh my god, you know what? Fucking multi just made a good point. I now want to see Decade Let's turn into legend. Yeah, decade turn into legend and legend turn into decade. <laughs> All right, now we've gotten way too far down the meta rider hole. I need a legend ride rider car <laughs> so badly. But now, now that Ichi's going to be getting me the legend driver for my for Christmas, I think I need to hunt down every single legend rider like Kemi card. Not probably not the parallels because like that's 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 just going to be expensive and too hard. Let, let, let's but go. I need to get my hands on. All let's them. go ahead and settle this fucking fight right now because it's very clear. A legend, as Kaguya says, decade doesn't have legends powers, and B legend can not only turn into every rider decade can and then some, but also summon any rider he wants. So. Yeah. Purely by merit of range of function, Legend has a vast upper hand. Oh my god! That's it! Yeah! He he fucking his power set is literally decaded DNs, because he uses a, a gun that summons shit, and then his belt lets him transform into rock. God, that, this I, guy's fucking busted. I said that earlier Don't... that he was flexing on decade and DN by having both of their functionality by being able to summon and turn I'm into riders. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention all the time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, but okay, Ichi, I'm just, I'm like, I just, I know I make these realizations really late, but like, I'm also just agreeing with you. So that's, no, I that's know. cool. But my point is, the only way Decade would win that fight is by pure skill. If he manages to effectively use the powers that he has on hand in a more skillful way. Because Anyways, Legend, Legend has a vast advantage by pure range of functions and abilities and, and combat strategies available to him. So Decade would have to pull out an amazingly tactful play in order to win that fight. But also it doesn't matter because Decade's dead technically right now. So <laughs> that too. He's Yeah. Literally, 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 DN fucking won that war. He's like, yay, I beat Sukasa. Fuck you. 
Uh, well, anyways, that... Kamen Rider Legend special, fantastic. I I loved it. I love this man. I love this rider. <laughs> I like Legend. I don't like Kaguya, but I enjoyed overall the special. And uh, I love the like, I love the lore of this parallel world that they've set up. I, I hope we get like more legend. I really do. I hope this isn't the last we see of them. I'm sure we'll see more. They wouldn't set up something like this and not use it again. I, ho I hope he fights Zane. That'd be awesome. No, <laughs> keep him out of Outsiders. <laughs> no, <laughs> I love Outsiders too much. Keep him out of my Outsiders. I, you know what, Ichi? I hope he does show up. <laughs> oh God, now I'm just imagining legend gorgeous Zane. Oh, yo! Someone shop that. Jesus Christ. Yo, new Legend K-Touch. Legend K-Touch! Oh, God. Just, just it's technically possible! Because they use the Decker Driver as a base for his belt, so the Legend Driver detaches from it, so they could, in fact, make a Legend K-Touch. Yep. I know that it was um, made out of pure convenience and, and effectiveness because they already had the models than the molds for the, the Decker Driver, and it's cheaper to just reuse that instead of coming up with a new belt system for the Legend Driver. But functionally, this does allow them to just make another a separate Legend K-Touch. Before, we, before mm. we worry about the Legend K-Touch, they need to release the D-End one. No. <laughs> Yeah, hell, we got the Decade 21 fucking one before the end one. <sighs> yeah, the one that immediately <laughs> died! Yeah, but I still, I, I, I love that form. Everyone says. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, if you, if you love Legend as much as I do, post in the comments, please. Go buy shit. He's, he's, he's coming out with a fig yard. I, I think I might need to get this fig yard. Argue about who would win in the comments. Oh, you know what I want to see? I want to see, like, Legend Gorgeous Beast. Oh, God. Yeah, especially because people have been making comparisons. The Legend Driver like... is straight up the Beast Driver. I get it. Open! <laughs> and it's a lion! L-E-G-E-N-D! Legend! And it's also a lion! <laughs> yeah, he's also... Yeah, okay. Fucking... Yes. Gorgeous, gorgeous Beast, please. See that. I mean, I could easily shop it. Yeah, please see someone shop fucking legend gorgeous gorgeous beast. Want to see that? <laughs> gorgeous beast. Just saying that is, makes me cringe. <laughs> anyway, that's gorgeous cast. Blades? That's cast stranger. Or <laughs> gorgeous blades. <laughs> oh. He's also alive. No, stay away from my boy. <laughs> someone shop gorgeous blades. No, I'll delete it. <laughs> No, you know what would be cool? Bam. You know what would be cool to see? Gorgeous Espada. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Gorgeous Gazer. That would be sick. All right. Well, that's going to be Cast Ranger for the week. Thank you all. <gasps> yep. Chikai, Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Next week, we will be tackling another 20th anniversary movie. This one will be Abba Ranger, the Unforgivable Abare, which I believe we said we were going to do this week, but then we changed it to Legend. I really hope it's better than the Hurricanes you're watching. Mm -hmm. God. Also, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: if there's no Alvarez paint, zero out of ten. I'm sure she's in there somewhere. I hope so. Gorgeous, gorgeous score drive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's do it. Fuck yeah. All right. That would look good.
Well, first, before we close everything off, I want to throw out the, uh, our weekly thank you to our currently active patrons, which of course include our good friends Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, Midas the Fool, and Vegas. Thank you for supporting yo, what we do. Thank you so much. Comments for me. Yeah, hashtag comments for Lane. Let us know what you thought of these episodes and the Legend specials in the comments. Uh, and uh, Are you gorgeous? <laughs> let us know. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, merch store, all of our cool shit. Thank you again for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Stay gorgeous, everyone. I fucking knew you were going to say that. <laughs>